You know that big bargain detergent jug is 80% water, right? 80% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Oh, pass me the intercom thingy. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Yeah, surely. Good morning. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. I'm going to, and this is a habit. It's going to be hard to break, and probably follows you everywhere you go. You're going to be Governor Purdue to me, probably. But yeah, for another. Really, what I prefer right now. I'm uh, not in my official capacity with the federal government. I'm here as a concerned Georgia citizen and a former governor who wants to see this state continue to thrive and certainly our country as well. All right, well, let's talk about that. It occurred to me as, as I'm sitting here thinking about you and your cousin and his runoff a week from now, of course, uh, Kelly Leffler, Senator Leffler as well. You will forever be in the history books of Georgia, the the first Republican governor since Reconstruction. That win over Roy Barnes close to two decades ago. Do you concern yourself at all with the idea that your cousin might be a part of the end of this, that the state flips completely blue if he loses, and the Democrats, Ossoff in his case, and and Warnock in the case of Senator Leffler, if they were able to pull this thing off next week? Well, obviously it's concerning because I don't believe that's who George is. I'm not quite sure what happened in November regarding all the absentee ballots and other things, but the fact is, I know Georgia, I know Georgians, and I'm all around this state, uh, even now, I see their hearts, I see their aspirations. Uh, We do know that we've had a lot of people who come in here from uh, blue states, and unfortunately brought their politics with them. Georgia's one of the best states in the country to do business, has been for a while, and yet when they come from failing states that are governed by uh, liberal Democrats, they seem to bring those politics here with them. So that is concerning. But obviously, I think that David won by more than two points in November. I think he'll continue to do that. It's just an, a turnout race. But I don't think we're going back. Georgians have always been really physically conservative and, for the most part, socially conservative. This is not the Democratic Party that I defeated with Governor Barnes. They, those were Georgia Democrats. These are national Democrats with a liberal agenda and, frankly, a socialist agenda. Yeah, speak to that for a quick moment. Uh, Sonny Perdue with us here. Uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but my memory is that you were, in fact, a Democrat who joined the GOP. You, you saw the way the National Democratic Party was starting to drift, you and others, and you didn't want any part of that. Uh, and, and that drift, uh, from your perspective, I would think, has probably only continued over the last couple of decades. Accelerated, actually, Tim. You're exactly right. I was a uh, what I call a Georgia Democrat, a a, a Sam Nunn Democrat is kind of the way we labeled ourselves at that point in time. Common sense, uh, socially conservative, physically conservative, uh, uh, good, solid Democrats. Georgia had been sort of that one-party state for a long time until we saw the Democratic Party nationally changing and that coming to Georgia. In fact, it's not only changed here in Georgia, it's changed nationally to, to much further to the left. In fact, Tim, I would surmise that people – they're Georgia Democrats who may have voted for Biden because they didn't like the president's personality or style that uh, don't see this agenda of the leftist agenda, the progressive leftist agenda, 
uh, is something they want for America. I think uh, David and Kelly will get a lot of those votes. Let's talk about that for a quick moment here again. Sonny Perdue, the cousin of Georgia Senator David Perdue. Uh, the stories I've heard over the years, the two of y'all growing up down there in middle Georgia, farm country down there, and, and uh, the stories of tossing watermelons onto trailers and that kind of stuff. We know David Perdue now uh, for six years, a senator before that, the business executive, CEO, Reebok, and Dollar General, and that. But, I mean, you knew him. He's your cousin growing up, and you were just a couple of kids working on farms. We were indeed. We grew up both in Houston County. Uh, David's parents chose the education route. My father continued to farm as our grandfather had, and my mother was in education there. But uh, David, uh, again, we, we grew up in summers there working side by side on the, on the farm. And we, we came from a family, frankly, our, our fathers were brothers, and they had this DNA that just was never give up, never quit, never lay down, always you know do whatever it takes. And that's what... That's, that's the DNA that David has in this job as well. And uh, he went on for uh, to Georgia Tech and then a consulting corporate career and then was identified as someone who capable of re, uh, running very large companies, Reebok and then Jolly General as he retired. Uh, then, you know, interestingly, David, after he and Bonnie retired very comfortably to, back to Georgia, he became really compelled in about the 2012 re-election of President Obama that something had to stop them, this move uh, that we see even more today. And uh, he offered himself and was elected. And the thing I like about David, Tim, is that uh, he hadn't changed when he's gone to Washington. He stood up courageously many times against his own leadership over term limits and things like that, that uh, he hasn't changed. He's trying to take Georgia values and common sense conservative values back to D.C. You know, we were talking with him, I guess it was yesterday, about this time yesterday, we were speaking with, with Senator David Perdue, and I asked him about that. Okay, now what did you find when you went to Washington? Now, you went up there uh, thinking it was a mess. He said, yeah, I got there and I found out it was worse than I thought. Uh, can, right. You got the similar experience. I mean, you were the governor in Georgia, and you, of course, interacted with D.C. in that capacity, but now you're up there yourself and have been for the better part of the past four years. Uh, your experience in, in, in what the president is come to call the swamp well i don't know whether it's the swamp or not but it's very much a uh, a very ineffective uh, uh conflicted place and uh, most of it is driven by politics unfortunately when i was governor tim I, I thought good policies overtook politics and that's what we try to do Th- these are jobs people want their government to work well and rather than people running for office continually and that, that's what I found. So much of the, the verbiage and the press release and the cameras all there is about the next election. And that's unfortunate because I found when I was governor reelected with about 60 percent, if you if you work for people and, and run this this country as a, as a job that people want well run, then they'll vote for you. Unfortunately, all the media and all the money that's come in now, uh, people are confused. They see these cutesy ads by Warnock and uh, Ossoff and just think they're so great. They are great actors. That's exactly what they are. John Ossoff has no ability to manage a uh, much of anything, much less being one of 100 people that set policy for the United States. You know, I mentioned your, your role now, your soon-to-be uh, former role, the Ag Secretary in the Trump administration. I was talking to your counterpart at the state level, Gary Black, a couple of three years ago now, and I asked him a pointed question, and I'll ask you the same question. You grew up in farming and now Ag Secretary. I, I don't know. you got a kid, a grandkid, uh, now who's thinking about farming as a vocation. You tell that kid to pursue it? 
Yeah, I do. Farming is a tough life. In fact, I told one yesterday to con- to continue and pursue it because I think earlier this year, as the food supply chain became uh, very disruptive, I think people appreciated the fact that uh, food is is vital for life and that uh, agriculture is going to be around. We see a lot of money now out of uh, big tech and uh, Silicon Valley being invested in modern technology. The 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 Gains in agricultural technology is absolutely stunning. Uh, I, I think it's the best STEM exercise you've ever seen from <laughs> science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and uh, applying all those and uh, how to grow food more safely, more efficiently, more effectively. So we're going to continue to eat, and, and we've got about 10 billion people coming here in a few short 20 or 30 years that they're going to need food. We do it here better than anywhere in the, in the world, frankly. And uh, so I would encourage young people. There are going to be great career opportunities, maybe just not tilling the soil, but we've seen a lot of new technologies that is going to captivate uh, the minds and hearts and spirits of Americans. Yeah, and not like when we were growing up on farms. Kids now can sit around with their smartphones and run the irrigation. Never no, that, that's exactly right. It's not it, just like uh, this is not your grandfather's Democratic Party. Yeah. This is not your grandfather's agricultural experience either. This is this is chunk full of science and technology. Uh, again, he would want you to go out and vote for his cousin and for Senator Kelly left with the runoffs now a week away. The early voting that wraps up on Thursday of this week. Uh, former governor and current Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue. Happy New Year. Thanks for your time this morning. Same to you, Tim. Good talking with you. You all have a happy New Year, all, for all your listeners.